Welcome everyone and good morning. Know the rules of the game podcast. I'm your host Desiree Patnell. This one's going to be very interesting as you could tell I'm already got the jitters. Um, I'm going to be interviewing my husband um, for the podcast couples and business. So very interesting dynamic is, is that I literally have to look across this table to my husband of 29 years and go, hey, let's do this, right? There's a whole different connotation we could take there. Um, so again, I'm your host, Desiree Patno, CEO and President of Women in Housing Real Estate Ecosystem, NADRB. And what we're going to be doing is we, these podcasts are really focused about bringing innovative conversation about really de, uh, taking a deep dive into the information that's out there that you might not know about, but also sharing the deliverables that we can bring to you to make sure that you have access to information sometimes very deep subject like we had human trafficking um, this time we're going to talk about the relationship and what that's like to be in business with someone of a significant other or a marriage couple um, and it can be very different as time goes on as i said we're almost three decades into the system now um, i'm being working together and it has really taken a very different dynamic every time we turn around from year to year even month to month and sometimes hour to hour or minute to minute and by doing this, it's hopefully going to give some very light-hearted tips in addition to some very heavy stuff that we can do, uh, take a deep dive into. Um, some of my background, just a little bit more, is, is that I've been in business for 30 years, been running Desiree Pound Enterprises, a real estate brokerage. I'm also an advisor and investor for Amicus Brain for AI for Aging Population. I'm a chief strategic officer for Zulu Time for Holistic and Transitional Center for uh, the Veterans. Also a publisher and a national speaker with my network of wealth of knowledge across a vast economic footprint. So that being said, I want to welcome Jay Jones. Yes, we have different names um, due to the fact that I had a business for many years before I met and married Jay. Um, and thank you for Jay for joining me. Oh, you're welcome very much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. What did I have to con to get you to get on this uh, podcast with me? Um, basically, uh, you promised I could live another day. <laughs> it's some truth to that. Um, it's pretty, uh, we'll get into that a little bit deeper about CEOs and, and where we bend and take, right? And what it's like to be humorous to keep the other one going. So a little bit of background, uh, background about Jay. Um, he graduated with a master's in physics. Um, and when I met him um, at our former job that we both worked together at, um, he, had, he was so proud that he accumulated five degrees with his graduating class um, of only 25% from the original cast. So that's very impressive. Um, but a very interesting fact um, about your thesis that you did, um, which is very much a tongue twister, the electron magnetic studies of the molecular rupture of Kavalar. Um, if you don't know what Kavalar is, this is back in the 80s, correct? But you did your thesis on that? Uh, yes, my thesis was done in the 80s, but Kevlar was discovered in the 70s. There you go, for bulletproof material. And so the idea is, is that if you think about your, you know, your, um, uh, what everyone uses for the uh, uh, police and, and, the, and the dogs and everything else, and they put it into so many different things. So explain to everyone a little bit about what that is, is like the tinsel strength and how it, it, the rupture happens. Why was it so incredible? Uh, tensile strength is essentially if you were to grab a string and pull the string, when would it break? And you can see that on a string, it's, it's, it could withstand some, some force there pulling it apart before it breaks. But if you took a pair of scissors, you just cut that string no problem. 
Right. So to make a bulletproof material, you have to weave it into a fabric. And with that fabric, the bullets, bullets tend to not penetrate. And uh, it was discovered by accident. They were actually working on trying to make um, fireproof material. And it is fireproof material, but it doesn't last very long as fireproof material. But they, they found it that if they weaved it, um, they found the strength of it was phenomenal. And today it's used in tremendous number of materials from airplanes, cars, um, seats, fabrics. Uh, it's all over the place right now. And from there, it's spun off to all of what you might be hearing more of carbon, you know, based carbon carbon uh, materials that are have high tensile strength. So that is what is what how we make our planes lighter, helicopters lighter, everything lighter, but still having uh, a higher strength. So Kevlar has seven times the tensile strength of steel. So if you took a rod of steel and a, and one seventh of Kevlar of the weight in Kevlar and pulled it, they'd been, they'd both break at the same time. Wow. So let me get this straight. So you're telling me with seven times the strength of steel, yet the lighter quality of the properties with it is, is that you're putting an armor around you. And with that being said, um, I remember um, when you were doing your thesis on it, you had mentioned that there was only three machines in the whole United States that could actually measure the tensile strength and pulling it apart. Um, and one of those uh, machines happened to be in, in Washington. And um, the concept of actually pulling that to, uh, apart and actually seeing where it is today, I mean, it, it's gotta be just huge gratitude to um, look at that from the standpoint, you're talking the eighties and you know we're talking almost what, 30, 35 years later. Yeah. it's. Um... The Enstrom machine was essentially you have to freeze it down temperatures because when you pull it apart, you will unbond the electrons and they re they reconnect super fast in room temperature. So you can't measure it. So an Enstrom machine, you can freeze it, keep it frozen, break it, have all the unpaired electrons caught from the breakage, and then you can read how many actual bonds there were of carbon carbon, which causes the tensile strength to be so so that was the first time it, it was ever measured and published the the actual number of um, the tensile strength of, of Kevlar. So you wonder why I had him go into it. So thank you, Jay. Um, that was the kind of things that really intrigued me when we first met at a company called Zontak. Um, it was so exciting to hear the different layers and, and fascinated me on, on someone who could, you know, theorize and put things together and, and see futures. Um, and if you think about that, that's very applicable to relationship, you know, how you interweave them, how you keep it to connect or how it fractures, how it can be dispersed into different areas. And we're going to touch on that today. <clears throat> and we're going to hit three major topics. And it's going to be on health, financial, and independence. Um, you know, the idea is, is that what the quote of the day today is, is that where there is love, there is life. And if you think about Kevlar, you know, here we're, we're protecting the body from a foreign object going in and hitting it. And Kevlar is dispersing that impact to making sure that it, 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 it 
dissipates the pain and allows you to live because it's not piercing and going through the body. Right. Right. Um, so if you think about a relationship, um, you're going to have its ebb and flows. You're going to have a lot of issues, especially when you're working together. Um, and that almighty fracturing of not only your, your life as a, as a relationship, but also your uh, professional life together could be completely broken through if that, that interwoven connectivity is not there. Exactly. You have to be neutral. Um, Kevlar doesn't work by itself. Kevlar has to have, Kevlar stops the bullet, but you'll end up with little dents in your body. So you have to have something working, a, a piece of mesh or sand or something else working together with Kevlar to actually protect yourself. So like in a marriage, you just can't have one person do it. You have to have two people working together to, to produce a satisfying marriage. Well, okay. <clears throat> so when ebbs and flows happen, and thank you for that, and when things come up and down, um, we've had our, we've had our issues. Um, you know, we had a lot of health issues and with our son and with your health for the last 15, 17 years. And, and you're doing much better with a lot of different struggles we've gone through. Um, one of the things that we found that has helped us is, is that I got this crazy idea with me running around the world is, is that, um, I needed to have someone to be independent. So we're going to take that one on first about the rule of independence, um, in a relationship, one has to be um, either supporting cast, part of the cast, or be equally paired. It's very tough to be equally paired when you have someone who is very outgoing and very uh, voiceless. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know who that is, um, and really want to be out in the in, in the in the space because of my own uh, struggles and tribulations of what I went through as a child. So for you. Um, I've got to publicly announce that it's been an incredible journey that you have allowed me to be who, as independent as I am. I mean, if you knew that we had four boys and we have white carpet, right? Um, we our house is decorated and very feminine antiques and and wall to wall antiques. Um, but you have allowed me to be who I am in um, you know uh, dressing and with class but also being able to um, live in a, don't laugh over there. You can be, <laughs> um, uh, but you know, up and down the ladder, like some days I'll dress very matronly and some days I dress very young, um, very wild, very, um, uh, you know, creative, loud, we're going to call it. But at the same time, you've sat in the background and said, it's okay. Why is that? Basically it's, I derive a lot of my happiness from you being happy. So, and if this is something that, that you can do and be happy about, be safe, because that's always a, a factor in my mind, um, then why not? You know, everybody's has, has to be unique. You can't, parody is very hard when it comes to a couple. You, you know, it, whoever thinks the most, whoever has the most, um, passion for something really needs to take that lead. So your passion is your clothes and, and you take that lead on it. And I just, you know, make my little comments here and there and <laughs> sometimes good and bad and indifferent. <laughs> exactly. And uh, we go from there. So being that it's pretty funny. We talk about clothes is that I remember the paintings and, um, and portraits of 
several parties at Zontech that you had plaids and stripes. I'm like, is that you? And you're like, yeah, this is my dig. This is what it is. So it's not just mm. me being very vocal. Uh, you um, were in there in plaids and stripes. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, hello, just, hello, just hello. Because I was the only physicist in the company that would wear shorts to work that were plaids. Who cares, you know? <laughs> Mr. Jugster, he looks like a physicist, acts like a, a comedian, and portrays his authoritarian like he's he, he, everything he says and does is just flawless. Did I sum you up perfectly? Um, true. I mean, there's a few mistakes, but I always, <laughs> I always let the, just let those go. You know? Yeah. So that's where we're at independence. And, and so anytime you, those who know me very well know that my geography and who, what, where, and how, you know, people integrated around the world and everything else, I just defer, 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 defer. Um, I've excelled in that of defer to Jay. He knows everything about anything re between the different countries, how they integrated, who did what to who, and all that kind of good stuff. So he's a walking encyclopedia of that. So um, with that being said, I think the zing and the zang is really played off. No? Yeah? Are you saying I'm that boring? Or what? <laughs> um, well, it depends. If I've heard the story 20 times, then yes. If I haven't heard the story, I'm very intrigued by it because for someone to be a walk encyclopedia is always been fascinating to me so i've always been a a true steward of yours of of in fact of, of understanding how much you know um and i've been uh one of the attractiveness of what you do well thank you very much also the um the turnaround on the attractiveness of, of that i've had of you was your forwardness of going after what you think is is right incorrect and your commitment to, to those issues so i've always been a, a huge fan uh, of that aspect of, of your life thank you i mean if you look at the independence it's not about how you just look and act it's also about your goals of achievement to get done and so the uh, so when i'm out there you're hearing me i mean knows the rules of the game is a perfect example a lot of the things we bring out to the forefront is very, you know, dark, deep secrets that very few people know about, or um, we're bringing it to the forefront. That's the whole idea, um, and helping. You know, if you talk, you know, one of our one of our segments is going to be about mental health, what that's like, and I think that that's one of the biggest things that our next, which is a perfect lead into um, right now, is into the health aspect of a relationship as a couple working together. Um, not only is the health from a physical aspect, but from a mental aspect, um, you know, um, you've had some very trying times to where you had occipital neuralgia um, for 15 years, could not find out what was causing your severe uh, headaches that were so debilitating um, from, you know, uh, as you want to describe it, um, what, what is occipital neuralgia from the, the three different symptoms of the impact from the headaches? Well, simply put, uh, occipital neuralgia is uh, just think of it as an extreme migraine 24-7. The occipital nerve is in the back of the head. It goes up the back, up the top, and down the front of your, your head to your sinuses. So whenever that is, um, whenever those are activated, the nerves are activated really thought it can cause severe pain in all those categories and i had that non-stop 
pain moved around hourly where it would be and um, it was pretty much a miserable life. No amount of medicine would stop it. Um, it just continued on and I had to you know, deal with it. Eventually I just stopped taking everything and anything because it was better to have some life than to lie in bed and do nothing. I remember 30 times of Botox, you had to go get 30 shots of Botox. And I was like, seriously? <laughs> I, I cannot believe women do Botox. I cannot. That was so painful. That was like, they take the needle and go right on your, your nerve. Every place. It was, oh, and they, whatever. Well, the issue is, is that they weren't in there for pain. They were in there to have a different look. You're already in there with pain, so I think they just hit a raw nerve, if we could be so bold about that. But the, 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 the thing about exhibitor neurology is, is that you had talked about that it felt like your head was in a vice. Someone was taking an ice pick from the back of your head and pounding it, and then someone was stretching and pulling it apart. So if you take those three components and have an occipital nerve, it goes around your entire head, skull, um, and every time we found out what the problem was after going to so many different doctors and so many different places that you actually had a bone growth in the back of your neck. Um, that every time the blood, your heart uh, pulsated, you know, pumped blood that you was causing, you have severe pain. So hence the 24 seven. Um, and then, you know, going on and having that removed and then going in and then recently last year you had a stroke. Um, so if you look at all those different things, the mental preptness that you had to go through uh, that I went through and then our fortunate son third one that had uh, leukemia added to the same time um, that you know we were going through all this stuff and, and you losing so much blood those mental health th that health issue that we address as a relationship in addition to um, as our um, professional world um, you know, one of the things we're going to talk about is, is how does that health affect your EQ, your emotional health and life? And you took it upon yourself to um, really stay alive, you know, to focus your energy on staying alive. How did you, how did you feel um, when you looked at the personal professional life that uh, us as a couple, when you were going through all that? Well, I was... Um disappointed with myself with not being able to you know be forthcoming and forward as much as I possibly could to take take charge of issues I had to rely on you obviously to to do a lot and you stepped up and there was never an issue with that it was a huge I could tell it was a huge strain on you but you still kept going um, there was no other option and there's no, there's no way that you, you say no. You just continue on and say, yes, we're going to get this done and move forward. So. Well, you know, I, I think to be very candid here is, is that because of your allowing me to be completely independent, in addition to how I was raised, the skill set that I had developed through real estate of pushing through the barriers between, you know, uh, the um, foreclosure crisis, dealing with, you know, the uncertainty of rules and regulations and always stepping up to the plate allowed me to take on the, the mental endurance that I had to endure while you were, you know, laid up and whether I felt that the doctors, the hospitals or 
uh, the uh, facility was taking care of you to the best that I thought and what little I knew about, you know, being a doctor, but I knew what I felt was right or wrong. And so I was able to, you know, we're going to find a way, we're going to find a solution, you know, no is not my vocabulary. And I think because, you know, compliment again, I can't three times on one, one call here, um, that I was able to, because of you, I had the strength to go challenge things that I felt were not being done right or challenge situations that I could grow. And I think that what makes a success, it's not about always about the finances, it's not about, it's about keeping one alive, it's keep about keeping a relationship moving forward and it's also keeping the quality of life. And um, that being said, um, no, yeah, Oh, absolutely. I Give mean, me this smirk attitude back here. You can't I, see it. <laughs> well, what, what, what people don't understand is that it, um, you know, what I had, you know, they, they, there's no way to really measure it. There's no way to tell. There's a lot of unknown going on for the, all these years. You know, I had the pain. They thought I was, you know, making it up. They thought, you know, that I feel like my wife was trying to kill me. <laughs> Thank you very much. You know, they, they more thought, ways than one. Go they, ahead. You know, they, they thought this was all mental, they, you know, the physical aspects of it. Um, it's hardly hard to measure. Like anyone knows when they have a, a you know, severe migraine headache, um, just people take you at your word and that's it. Um, so there was a, a lot of stuff, a lot of unknowns for a long period of time. You, you don't get a lot of people that will support you during that time period as as you did well you know? you know thank you i i pull off from my modeling days you know you know as a former model you know your rejection is is 99.9 percent .9%. occasionally you'll get a gig or there's very few people who make it to the very high success and i felt that had i already gone through that rejection period and gone through that you know you just keep on going that was not a, a, an option and with you going through so many doctors and going through to find out what's wrong it, it's not an option you just figure it out and I think that that's the combination of the drive of the weaviness and goes through it. And I think that, you know, from a business relationship, you know, the ebbs and flows, we go back to that is that health, you got the emotional health, you had the physical health where you were laid up, you know, we had our son in, in one hospital and you in another hospital and for eight months, I'm traveling back and forth and like going, no, not knowing which way is up, you know, trying to maintain and, and keep, um, you know, the, the strength. But then all of a sudden, you know, we dealt with the family's uh, uh, finances, you know, being um, jeopardized and losing over half a million dollars and all that kind of stuff because of, you know, the, the legal end of, of the banking institutions um, and things that we found out that were not cemented. But so the course of my independence has become a, a foreground to what we're doing right now, having this conversation, airing, you know, how to keep a relationship, I would say how, but couples in business, <laughs> there's no how, trust me, this is not a guidebook. Um, but, you know, humor is one other thing that, you know, you look at EQ, you look at the um, health, you know, we've had some really incredible laughs um, during the course. I remember, you know, um, before we had children, we went in and, and, you know, 20 some years ago, went in to see a, a what do you call it, a, a gene doctor. Um, uh, uh chromosome specialist chromosome specialist thank you and uh we had him on the floor laughing for a whole hour and he goes are you guys standing at comics and we said no this is how we normally act and so to get back to that humorous side you know i in all my great wisdom three years ago said i'm gonna go adopt a, a eight-week-old puppy and y'all looked at me like i was in, in crazy with my work schedule and then it became the core of who i am i'm keeping my 
my my um, balance of life because you showed me how much you loved my girls who became my my you know a cup of, of of love and then when things got tough just because of your love for the animals showed my love of, of it proved to me how much you loved who i adopted and you were able to transcend it so it softened that blow between us and when things were not perfect so your take on that not perfect what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> yeah far from uh, uh yeah well Again, I mean, I grew up with a very strong mother. Uh, she was a school teacher. My father had a, a stroke when I was 13. And, and my mom, um, to make more money, went back to school and got her master's. And, you know, she was a, a very strong woman. And she just showed us the ways that you don't complain about it. You just take care of it. And if, if that's your mindset, is that you're going to take care of it, and you don't and not complaining about it or, or sidetracking with you and getting a job done then you can um you know everything just advances you know eventually it will lead to good times you know uh, you just take it as it is when you make a commitment it's a commitment you know it's very interesting because your mother four foot nine of her <laughs> she um allowed you to go to the beach at five years old and dropped you off at Seal Beach by yourself with no supervisor all day. Okay, different times, different place. But yes, you heard me right. Five years old. I didn't say 15. Five years old. Dropped you off at the beach. So your mother was with six kids. Very independent. Um, taught kindergarten, what, 55 years? 60 years? Yeah, about 50 years. And here we are, and, and, you know, three boys, three girls, and you were like, okay, it is what it is, you know, um, this is what you get done. And I think through your life of, of evolving, you have allowed that, you know, strong women are fine, um, and that, you know, it's okay to get it, because, you know, not many women um, with the independence that you have given me still have someone in their lives um, and haven't gone through you know, especially, you know, uh, you know, getting to our age or girl, you know, dude, like a really true. True. Very, very true. Um, an example, women who always needed everything to be told and, you know, accepted all that never interest me. They were very boring, um, to me. So, uh, having somebody that, you know, I could listen to and, you know, and be interested in what they're saying and, and them listening to me and be interested in what I'm saying, you know, was the only way I thought of a relationship should be. When we first were together, married life, that was something so spot on that I absolutely loved. When it came to when you had your stroke, when you had your uh, health challenges, and especially it was your cognitive issues, was the number one thing that pulled me apart was is that here, I married you for your brain and you can exercise it and be spot on and be as quick and witty and uh, understand everything so fast that that was probably the hardest thing that I had to deal with. Forget the finances, forget everything else, but the fact that you were not your mental self and it wasn't because anything that I had done or you had done, it was just facts that had been dealt to you. 
and it's been a very long time and and i think because of your ability to fight through it your desire to continue that path uh as as a working couple you know those are things that as they say you know you have less illnesses and less um uh, mental uh, or cognitive issues when you're together with someone um you know it's a proven fact that you know antibodies between two uh, can be completely different but in case you needed a liver or needed something as an organ part that your significant other when you're long uh, with them long enough can actually be a donor um, which is a very interesting health aspect for you know know the rules so thank you financial totally different subject <clears throat> yes well it can talk in this one so <laughs> back in the day when uh in the early um we're going to say, uh, I, well, actually in the mid to late 90s, uh, I was doing relocation for a major Fortune 100 companies. And then we met, uh, got married um, in 1991. And then after a couple of years or four or five years in the business, I said, you know, dude, um, you can make more money coming work with me. And uh, we ended up having separate companies. So you own one company, I own another company, and we're completely independent of those companies, but obviously we're together. Um, and it's helped us become balanced, um, I'll say, and, and unbalanced in certain areas. Um, but the idea is, is that when we went through um, the financial end of it, you know, we'd, um, you were there till the midnight hour, till you know, four or five o'clock in the morning when we had so many assets that we were processing and the and the and the uh the meltdown um you know getting 150 properties in a day was okay yeah right um and set in systems and making sure you were there 100 percent. you did what you did very well in computers and, and technology setups and i turned around and did all the systems in play and the software development and strategies and business planning and how to do that so we set up systems that people could not believe with the um with the small the staff size on the volume that we could do with the articulation we could do and be number one in the country. Uh, with that being said, came its challenges when, um, you know, uh, things happen with health. We went into the financial aspect and everything else. Um, you became a very much player in the space of being very, um, hey, you started it, run with it. Um, and I think that it became to me an apparent, I uh, like that, you know, having an equal partner. So for working couples, um, I really believe that having someone to be the designated person and relying on that person sometimes can be overwhelming and be too much. Uh, my push would, would be that both entities have to be involved in it, understand it and have a value add. I think we can really grow. And that was probably one of our our weaknesses is is that because of the other things that had happened um that sometimes you become uh, acclimated and, and it's okay how about your take on that uh yes okay next <laughs> thank you for that comment <laughs> it, it, it's even though you have two companies working together it really has to come down to you, you can't have two equal people on every issue and every project, everything, nothing gets done that way. What you have to have is that one person has to take the lead and which one feels most passionate about it 
or the one that is most qualified are things that you negotiate. And once that negotiation's done, it's just like, you know, the marriage commitment vows is that get it done. You've committed to it. Just get, don't think about anything else. Just get it done. Accomplish it uh, and finish it and move on to the next one. That's my thoughts. Easier said than done? Yes. Well, I have you for a wife. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, at the same time, having the same structure of life as we've gone through, we've been together now 30 plus years, uh, married almost 29. And if you think about that's three decades, 50% um, of our life we've been together. Um, raised four children and three girls now, three puppy dogs. Um, it has been a very much a evolving time of being together. And I think that one of the most important things on the know the rules, the game that I want to bring to the table is, is that there's really no rules because our lifestyle, our rules and regulations within the, the United States that we live in, technology, you know, the fourth uh, uh, industrial revolution that we're involved in, um, how we communicate or lack of communication, the humanity itself has all got us to where it cannot be business as usual for a relationship. So my ask to you is, is that how do you perceive as someone who I look up to being an incredible wizard in philosophy and in ideas um, and thought process that do you feel that a working couple um, would transpire as the changes have gone. I mean, you know, we're, we're the old school, new school, and now future school, you know, future school, uh, school is, is that, you know, we're no longer having date night. We're no longer, or we're just having date night. We're not having the simplicity and enjoyment of knowing each other on the simple stuff. So, oh, I mean, oh, you have a little cut on your hand versus then it's not monumental. Well, that's just the basics of life going on. But I mean, it comes down to being exactly in a relationship, no matter it's the beginning, middle or end or any time um, of your life is that it's respect. You know, you're not going to, you know, like or enjoy everything that, that the other person wants to do, but you have to respect them. And so, you know, there's a little bit of trade-off there, you know, that, you know, if I respect them to, to watch a program, go to something, go do something, um, and then, you know, I know I'm going to get that back with the respect back to the issues that I want to do. And these are issues that are not separating us, just our differences. And so we, we accept it and we move forward. Case in point, thank you. Um, I nursed the kids. I took care of the kids 100%. And then when I was done nursing, after a year, three months, I, I handed them off. And you, you threw them. What do you mean, <laughs> handed them off? You threw them at me and said, 
They're yours. They're Take mine, them. and if I don't see them for a while, I'm happy. <laughs> that's not true. That's not true. Um, other than the youngest one, when it was like, uh, yeah, that was a whole different story. Uh, yeah, let's mm -hmm. not go there. Eight mm -hmm. hours of solid nursing. Not a, not a topic for this conversation. Yep. Team mine. Team mine. Um, so that being said, you became their coach. You became their caveat for everything. Um, you became the, um, I'm not going to say the working mom, but you became the, the, you know, role reversals. We flipped the rules and we became, I became the outward one going out, running systems, talking to people, becoming that, you know, outward flow. And you became, you know, the stay at home, you know, come home and I have dinner ready for me and, you know, prep for me. Can you do this? Can you do that? And I became, and you became my support mechanism and kept me grounded. Um, still to this day. Uh, you do that. So has that, you know, if you look at the rules and you look at what we've done with the, you know, the change in the environment, what we've done for the group for it or B, what, you've, what have we've done for a real estate portfolio and our family wealth, how has that impacted you um, over the years of knowing that here I am in the limelight and you've been backward? I mean, there are people who have never seen you, don't even know you exist. Um, and think that, you know, it's a figment of my, of, of everyone's imagination that I actually married you. Well, it's true. I, <laughs> this is a, you know, a recording that she's just hitting the button every once in a while for my responses. Okay. But I basically you just love my spaghetti. That's why I, I was uh, oh, okay. cooking. Um, no, I mean. There's some truth to that. Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> uh, basically, I, I won. Yeah, you lost. Um, I spent Excuse more, me? I spent, more, <laughs> I spent more time with the kids and, and you didn't. So tough. Uh, so what did you win for that? Um, I got the kids. Oh, they're old so enough now actually, to choose. They're over. Yeah, they're over. So, they're over eighteen. So I got the kids that much. Did I really win or did I lose? <laughs> see, see. So now no, you're stealing was, my girls. You're stealing my puppies. I uh, again. If you're not here, taking the know. park every day. You run them for an hour, and we can have the fastest dog, fastest golden doodle at ten pounds with Calissa. And instead of her jumping in my arms and being my melting pot, she's now jumping in your arms because as soon as the word P-A-R-K is announced, she's out the door and, and won't even have anything to do with me. That's not fair. Oh, well, that's tough. <laughs> so that, so answer the question. N never heard it. <laughs> gotta love men, you know, you can live with them, can't live without them and never mind. So so what did you think about me taking on playing water polo, taking on that flying and riding motorcycles and fixing cars and knowing how to do construction and being very much in, you know, getting into doing things like that and, and being well-versed. What did you think of that? That was before my time. So what am I supposed to think about that? Since then, you've been this model of, of clothes of, you know, uh, great looking model, by the way. I still, thank you. Um, but I still get on the roof. I still get off to do all the construction repairs. I still go and change all the light bulbs and get out there and get. You walk dirty. up and you point and say, that change, <laughs> move it. You know, get over, stand over. <laughs> all right. So the cool thing is, is that having humor, cracking jokes in the middle of nothing, I'll be saying something, I'll get up there and I'll be so intense, ready to just go and knots in my stomach because I got to go on stage or go somewhere and you'll crack some ridiculous jokes not even funny jokes and you'll go what why are you laughing <laughs> and if you don't know by now i've been killing i've been hitting them every time it's like you know we're doing this impact so all right so moving forward um so we touched on health 
the, the value of mental health, emotional health, and not our intelligence, and not just about the physical health aspect, because obviously you can see the physical aspect. Um, mind over matter, taking care of each other. Um, you know, when one's down, you know, if you can't communicate between you, is there something you both love? I obviously love my girls. They were the most important thing to me. It's so funny because even the guy, even our son said, mom, you love the girls more than you love us. And I'm like, so yeah, what's your point? Uh, <laughs> Poor kids. Poor and, kids. And they, they know. Just wait till um, they get the psychologist bill. <laughs> <laughs> and so you were able to show your love through taking care of them. And, and it helped. It, it was a smile to my face. And then the other thing is the financial aspect is that when the going gets tough, the tough get going, um, you know, spent all this money, went through all the funds, you know, for health and everything else. And now you're coming about, you're getting it and you're motivated to get out there in the, in the world and, and really start changing the portfolio that we have. And so for that online, thank you for being, you know, that equation, because here we're back in the, the swing of, uh, making sure impact is right motivation it, it changes it becomes a reality um and considering what's going on in in the in the stress mode we have completely different views on on certain things and and uh, how things are being run by the state county the federal um politics or in general um at the same time it's it's we keep an even keel on it we don't let it consume us but at the same time we have very strong values and uh, for me being in my position, you being your position, it can be very challenging, um, but at the same time, we uh, respect each other's opinions. So I think that's you know, a value add there. The independence part for the rule on that, um, allowing us to, you know, you have your blossoms and encourage your blossoms and you encourage my blossoms and support my blossoms. And, and you might not always agree with the way I do things or where we're going, but I always revert for those who don't know. Um, I rely on Jay's balance on, on philosophies and ideas behind the scenes and why you're doing this, what's the purpose of doing this and where are you going? And, and is this the right thing to do? And is what's your end game, what's your short game? Um, and there's some detriment to that because he's so close to the subject matter. So I just want to let everyone know that, you know, um, the success of my success comes from the success of my background and my my um back um support and that's jay you know he he is so are you blaming me i'm not sure what's going on here <laughs> blaming me or uh wait a minute, wait. so He's what, successful so this don't blame me so yeah so the success right i'll take the credit for the ones that we don't aren't successful you yes. take the credit for it and you threw it on me about the kids i can throw it about you and my work so when I'm not perfect, I can blame it on you because it's all your fault. Yeah. Okay. So okay. we got that. All right. So wrapping up here, um, the last thing is, is that, um, you know, we talked about the quote of the day, um, love, where there is love, there is life. And when you're showing the littlest love or the littlest respect, when you're down and you see someone else is not getting along, you remember those off moments. I can remember, um, you know, when you were in a hospital and Ari was in the hospital, the, the coupleness of it, of showing it working together, is someone would make a comment and say that, you know, how dare you do that? And I'd turn around and go, wow, I would have seen that differently, but I wasn't part of that subject matter. And then I could relate that to you in a situation or me in a situation. And I'd say, 
wow, that was inappropriate that you, you put that onus on someone when they're not in the capacity to actually act on it. So I think that when you work together, one of the things is, is that where there are love, there's life. And like a plant, um, you know, you can get it down to where you lose all the leaves, but you still have a nucleus that's still alive. And as long as you nurture that nucleus, it might not be where it was a year or two years ago, five years ago, but you can repurpose it and regrow it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not good enough. Uh, closing, uh, closing comment on your, now that we've done the podcast, good, bad, and different. Oh, of what? Our relationship or the podcast? <laughs> what are Both. we doing here? Both. Oh, uh, oh re relationship is definitely great. It's, it's definitely good. There's no, there's no issue. Like, I, like, again, you just, if you don't get sidetracked, you know, anybody gets sidetracked or any of these things, it, it's their own doing. Just don't accept sidetrack, being sidetracked, especially in a relationship. You're in that relationship. Why would you want to be sidetracked from it? Okay. Demand. So high demand, high high octane. People are always there. Doesn't doesn't matter. It's for yourself. You know, you should never never worry about being sidetracked or being issues of those type of natures. So I think a lot of jealousy is because people can get sidetracked really easy. So if they can get sidetracked really easy, then, then their partner could. But if your partner doesn't get sidetracked, why should you? Fair enough. And you put yourself in a situation where you know the temptation, it's not a good thing. And so I travel all over the place without you. Um, you know, uh, people like you have a husband. And so one of the things I do is I make sure that where I go, I feel good about myself. I make sure I'm in an environment that it, it can't go down that way. And um, I go to where I'm respected and loved and, and put into a position that it, I feel good about accomplishments and, and whatever that is, 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 is a good thing. And sometimes it can be as simple as, as breaking an ice and going out to dinner by myself. I mean, that can be a very big accomplishment for me, or sometimes it's going out and, and you know, sitting on a stage and I'm like, oh yes, oh my gosh. Um, and you know, those are big deals. Well, you're so great at that. So, I mean, <laughs> being on the stage that is. Oh, going out to dinner by yourself, I'm not yeah, good at all. That's, that's a very true statement. That's, that's... Uh, either am I. I, I'm not a, I'm not a single person. Oh, so, um, again, move forward. Just keep moving forward. And when you move forward, make sure that you're, you're with your partner. You're helping your partner, your partner is helping you. But as long as you both are moving forward, there's your happiness, there's your love, and there's your life. What a closing, babe. Oh my gosh. Couples and business. I want to thank everyone for listening to Know the Rules of the Game for Couples and Business. I want to especially thank um, more endearingly my husband, Jay Jones of 29 years this year um, for taking the time and being on the podcast and actually coming forth that he actually is a human being and not a robotic uh, person out there. Um, and then also for, for more podcasts, you can get us at nrb.com. Again, that's nawrb.com forward slash podcast and uh, listen to all the podcasts we have. We're on live every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Um, and then also we're going to have, uh, make sure that you look out for our 2020 20 
2020, actually, Women in Housing Ecosystem report that's coming out. We are so excited, so excited for all the data analytics that's coming out. And then remember, um, this is about for you. So if you want to join us, be on the call um, and have some breaking news that you believe that the, you know, the rules of the game would be applicable for, uh, please reach out to us. And again, I'm Desiree Patno, your host. Um, and thank you very much for joining us and stay tuned. Thank you again. Hit button.